Hey y'all, how's it going? So we at Represent are taking a bit of a break this week. But while I have your attention, did you hear that Brown Girls creators Fatima Asghar and Sam Bailey just secured a development deal to bring a version of their web series to HBO? Congrats, Fatima and Sam. We are extremely excited for this. Verlin slacked it to me last week, and we were just so over the moon, overjoyed. So good work. And if you haven't, listeners, check out episode 40, When I Sat Down with Fatima and Sam. And as a treat, here is a clip from that conversation that didn't make that episode. In it, they share how their community has given them permission to create fearlessly. Enjoy and see you all next week. As Sam said, like, film is really daunting and it feels like, I don't know how to do this, you know. And for so long, I spent a really long time. I, you know, I, I am a poet and I like in, if I allowed myself to dream my wildest dreams, I was like, oh, it would be so cool to like write for screen. It would be so cool to do stuff like that. Um, But I didn't know that I could. And I didn't know that I could until Brown Girls. Right. Like I didn't know that I never tried. And then I tried and then Brown Girls happened. Yeah. Um, And I think that that's something that I feel really strongly about because I think you have to give people the space to try something and to like possibly fail or to possibly succeed or to possibly be in the middle right but like it was literally like our community like we were like we need some money and then they were like great here you go like or here's something and here's something and I think all like we would never have known what this could have been if that had not happened. And if also, like, if I had not seen, like, Sam making her own web series and being like, this is someone I know and I love and I trust and I can see her doing it and that gives me faith that I could do it. And something that we really wanted to make sure we had on set was that same feeling. And so I brought my students on onto set mm-hmm. um, and we had, like, all these, like, high school kids um, eating all the snacks and who, <laughs> who just, like, also were just, like, had never been on a film set and didn't know what, what all the things that went into a film set were and you know they were asking questions of people and they were following people and they were trying to like um you know steam the clothes and help out and i think that that's those moments are really powerful to be able to say like i there is someone in my community who is doing this and they are opening the door and showing me that this can be done Mm -hmm. and and i hope that you know i hope that all the work that we end up creating can do that for people Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's one thing about Chicago. So I'm not from Chicago, but I did go to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, <laughs> and while I never actually lived in Chicago proper, like a lot of my friends, I was a theater major and a lot of my mm-hmm. friends stayed there. And the, the community there is so small and mm-hmm. for for better and for worse. Uh, but for the better, it's like once you start working on like some someplace like here or L.A., like you basically don't stop because you're always working with the same people. Right. So it seems like, like, and to me, it's always seemed like a place where, like, if you're a person of color, especially, you can thrive really well. Mm-hmm. And that just comes across, I think, within the way you're describing your work environment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Chicago, like, there's just a, like, a, a, a lot of openness to collaborating mm-hmm. and collaborating across mediums, um, which is, like, what filmmaking is. Like, you need to have people who can do tech, people that can do wardrobe, people who do, um, like, makeup, people who can do music. All of that stuff is coming from very different mediums, right? But they always seem to come together in film. And I think that's the only way we could have made this work happen if yeah. there are people that were open to kind of stepping outside their their um, world and and, and, and and working with us and making this. Um, but I, like I always say that I think Chicago has this um, like blue collar way of attacking art, which is like put your head down and do the work mm-hmm. um, because there's so much room um, for for experiment like, for, to be able to be experimental in your work here. Whereas in New York and L.A., you might feel like 
oh, this standard is here, and so I have to hit that, or I have to like um, appease these people, pay my sh- rent, pay my rent, right? <laughs> and so, so I have to only do this in Chicago. Rent is still pretty affordable. It's so pretty cheap. Though. It's still pretty, like, com- especially comparatively. To- yeah. yeah. Um. So I think like artists are much more open to be able to like take a lower rate to do something that they artistically feel fulfilled for, um, or, or like not have to. Um, you know, not ha- like be able, even if you're working a day job, like be able to put in X amount of hours and then be able to be like, I get to now I get to work on my writing or whatever. Yeah. Whereas like in New York, like some of the artist friends that I have feel, especially if they're emerging, I think it's different once you're established. But if you're emerging, I think that balance is really hard and that can feel really, really difficult to be like, I, I have to. Like, I can't make, I have to, like, build my art to a place where I can make money on it, but I don't always have the time to build my art to that place because mm-hmm. I have to make money so I can pay my rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I, you take less risks, I think, because yeah. of that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, I mean, when I feel like I, I like, I didn't, I'm not from Chicago, but I feel like I cut my artistic voice in Chicago, and I think it was because I was able to take risks. It was because I was able to try. It was because I was able to fail. Um, and I think that that's, like, a really, I think failure is such an important part of art like making art and like I think there's a lot of pressure to not fail and I think uh, that's bad because I think what ends up happening then is like you create the same blueprint of the same blueprint of the of something that had a nugget of success and then that's all you do and you can't as an artist you can't do that you have to be adapting you have to be pushing yourself and, and that there's always the risk of failure in everything that you create. 